0: The Blockbusters Podcast is a proud member of the Podbros Network. You can
1: find us as well as other fine shows such as Sarcasm City, That's Delightful, Worst Millennials, The Ectoplasm Show, and Late Night Gamers at podbros.com. Now get ready to sit back and enjoy another episode of the Blockbusters Podcast.
0: Tonight's story is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Oh, he's gone Today we are canceling the apocalypse! Wait a minute, wait a minute,
1: you ain't heard nothing yet.
0: And this is?
1: Lilou Dallas Multipass. Frankly, my dear,
0: I don't give a damn. Houston, we have a problem. Have you tried turning it off and on again?
1: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here, this is the war room. Now,
0: where was I? Welcome to episode 104 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Paul.
0: And today we will be talking about The Girl with All the Gifts, directed by Colm McCarthy. Yes. Uh, Paul, yeah, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody so might interesting. what? what? Oh, but yes. obviously you press play on this, so perhaps you know what we're uh, talking about. So uh, this one kind of came by the way of that director. Um, he has directed uh, episodes of, or an episode of Black Mirror. He's directed a Doctor Who episode, actually um started like an entire season of Peaky Blinders a lot of UK stuff um, yes. <laughs> so yeah uh, <laughs> as you might have guessed so yeah that's kind of how this came about um but before we get too far into this one I'm going to toss it over to Paul all
1: right so let's see first and foremost uh, we'll get our stuff out of the way uh you can find us on Twitter Instagram and such just search blokebusters there where blokebusters.com because we finally got that and if you want to email us at all you can email the blokes at blokebusters.com and that'll get right to us so yeah i I, I kind of like having that especially since I I kept feeling bad every time I gave out the gmail address because I did forgot the yes
0: I like the much more streamlined with the uh, added uh, explanation I, I like yes. it <laughs> All right. uh, okay. uh, so yes this well, film uh,
1: uh, shall we shall we go into maybe um, like what we thought of it first or shall we do the cast first
0: yeah, well, let's just yeah, blow through the the, the main the four p- main players here that we're going to be dealing with for the most part here.
1: Yeah, it's probably the best idea there. So uh, you've yeah. got uh, Gemma Arterton as Helen Justineau, uh Paddy Considine as Eddie Parks, Glenn Close as Caroline Caldwell, and I really hope to say this. Caroline yes, Dr. Caroline Caldwell. <laughs> yes, so apologies. And... Uh, as I was saying, I hope I get this right, and I'm fairly certain it's Senia Nanua as Melanie.
0: and A fantastic newcomer. Yeah.
1: Yes. With uh, like that,
0: two, credits. <laughs> yeah, there, there are, two credits. Yeah. Literally two credits.
1: There are several other people in the film, and we'll, we'll mention those if we've. If and like, when if we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so this was, uh, I
0: just finished rewatching this uh for the second time about an hour ago oh, okay. um i, I fast forwarded maybe a couple of times right through just a, you know some of the i guess actiony scenes just because i knew what was happening right. um uh, might be weird to fast forward through that stuff but <laughs> anyway um i kind of was viewing this as a more pensive 28 days later um okay. like a more just takes its time uh Although it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so maybe I'm mischaracterizing that. But um, it's really, you know, kind of the whole uh, plague virus situation. Um, and so let's get this out of, out front here: this is not a zombie movie.
1: <laughs> no, even <either. laughs> was that? Uh, I, I was going to say that it does. Draw very much from the trope, but yes, very much. Yes, these
0: these Hungries or infected, whatever, do possess characteristics of uh, the Z word, um, (laughs) but they they are not um, themselves undead. Uh, So that is that always. um, And I did call this a uh, a zombie movie um, to my friend, and I was quickly corrected and just justifiably so. (laughs) Um yes. <laughs> but I I that always bugged me when people would call twenty eight day, days days later a zombie movie, and it, it is not. It is a plague movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, as well. Um with extremely fast plague victims. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um very scary. Uh, plague victims. But yes. um first, since this was kind of my suggestion, I would really like to hear what you thought of the girl with all the gifts.
1: Alright, well, um general feeling towards this film is I thought it was one of the better play and lump them together. So play and Z word films, just in general. I feel like this is one of the better ones I've seen. Uh, Just because I thought that the there weren't too many characters in it, especially after about twenty minutes. Um,
0: <laughs> no, that really uh, kind of cleaned things up there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you got to, you got introduced to these characters relatively slowly. They were pretty much just, you've got your gruff army guy, you've got your caring teacher, and you've got this girl that is clearly the main character, but you don't really know much about. And then as the film goes on, you do start to learn more about them and it really does start to inform your opinions of them and maybe you understand why they are the way they are and why they were the way they were at the beginning and and some of them have really good character arts that they go on and you can't really say that for most films of this genre because a lot of it is yeah, whoa! It's the apocalypse, and there's just a lot of action and running away and all of that. And of course, there is some of that in this, but it's—I uh, felt that the the character development was very well done, and I thought the writing was quite nice as well. So it was uh, very enjoyable, in my opinion. I am happy to hear
0: that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I really obviously, if I wanted to do this one, I really liked this uh, film. I was I, I going in uh, for the first time, I thought I would just kind of, eh, this would be something to put on and I'll, I'll be able to enjoy this a little bit, but I ended up really liking it. Um, I, I really, like, as you said, just as a plague film in general or as a dystopian movie, even on those standards, I think it's very well done. Um, but I think what really sets this apart is... Um, much in the same way that kind of this last season of Black Mirror kind of dealt with um, kind of rights of the um, – what, what's the word I'm looking for? Rights of the, you know, the, the digital uh, yeah. beings <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> clones, like what rights do they have? If any, this kind of deals with other life forms and, you know, or, or a new evolution of a life form yeah possibly and – what is what are their rights of existing um in this world and um not jumping too far ahead is it their time so yeah um (laughs) yeah so that's really what i what i enjoyed that i don't really recall having seen before
1: no yeah it's um it is something i i guess the closest you could even consider that would be um uh I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but the the zombie film with uh, Nicholas Holt in it. Oh when... um, Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies, that was it, yeah. Mm, like that yeah, mm-hmm. that's like and it's yeah. it's absolutely not how this film ends, but the idea of like, the fact that the the people that are infected aren't quite what you would think they are. Like that's mm. That, that that's about it and yeah I can't think of anything else that even comes close to, to this one in what they tried to do so yeah so, um, I'm trying to
0: remember Fido was a little like that too or, or I don't know that was um, yeah I might be misremembering that one but <laughs> sorry Fido <yeah>. fans uh, <laughs> you ever see that yeah there there was a uh, remake like 10 or so years ago but
1: okay, the, 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 I, I have not the seen the same zombie yeah, yeah. I, I know that uh, mm-hmm. Billy Connolly was in, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the yeah. more recent one. So uh, mm-hmm. I I would like to see it, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah,
0: uh, been a while. Um, <laughs> so we, I guess um, just a real quick uh, rundown. I think we've kind of gone over it a little bit. But anyway, we're in this dystopian future. And we kind of meet uh, Melanie um, getting... Um, gathered out of her cell or room <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you want to call it but yeah. uh, and being brought to a classroom but being strapped to a wheelchair prior to that um, so immediately mm, yes. we know you know something's up with these kids and um, and let alone the colorful language used to <laughs> refer to them um, yes <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> multiple times Um so and then of course we meet um, the very kind-hearted and um, just invested uh, Helen Justineau. Um, yeah, and, and she, uh, yeah, she, go ahead.
1: I was going to say very reminiscent of the Miss Honey character from Matilda. Just like it, absolutely just besotted by these kids, and just loves teaching them, and is so so kind-hearted. But almost to the yeah. point of naive it kind of seems,
0: mhm, and yeah, I mean, part of me wonders like how she was able to survive in that environment <laughs> uh, when everyone else is just by the book and cruel, and you think they would have kind of um just demoralized her out of that, but maybe yeah, it's you just would a, think mm-hmm, maybe it's just a testament to her uh, character or something that she is not going to be broken by them. So, I don't know. Um, But, uh, so, very uh, early on, yeah, we we get kind of an example of what these kids are capable of, (laughs) I guess, thanks to Patty. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: but effectively, humans now have to put this, I guess, just pheromone blocker, basically, all over place I hope there's an
0: SPF factor in there as well. I mean, you might as well kill two birds.
1: (laughs) Or not kill any birds, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, yeah, they they have to be completely covered in the stuff that masks their scent, because if they are around any of the infected and smell even remotely normal, then it's instant... Teeth coming out, just attempting to eat, and uh, even these intelligent children, the, the same thing happens. Like, it's completely uh, ingrained in them to just eat most living animals. I think they,
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, yeah, unless they're really kind teachers. Yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> I, it, <laughs> I mean, it's um,
1: yeah, it's something that I I was going to bring up a little later, but there was a point later in the film when you do see Melanie eating a cat, but then she doesn't eat yeah. a dog. Like I, I didn't fully get that one. Well, so.
0: well, the dog was used for diversion or not yeah. diversion, but just, you know, to get the, the infected or Hungries away or to yes. move them away. out of the, yeah. yeah. So I that's... think she probably, and if she had not just eaten, she probably would have.
1: True. True. Yes, I so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so, interesting because yeah. most of the time That's, it f- seems as though it's a completely uncontrollable urge, but I guess the the truly amazingly intelligent ones of the kids are kind of able to control it somewhat.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. she says later, like you know, um, in the mobile unit or whatever, she said, you know, I have to eat soon. You know, like I gotta, yeah, y- y- you guys gotta let me go because uh, <laughs> I'm getting uh, I'm getting hangry. Yeah, so. Yeah you, you don't want to be around when that happens. No, um, sure. But yeah, it's been a rough time for uh, cats for me in some movies recently. Um, <laughs> and the slight spoiler for Shape of Water. Yeah. I don't know. You see that one. And then going it. back but, to going back to Poor muse and Stranger Things.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah,
0: just cats having a rough time with things. Yeah, and but, um
1: uh, well uh, speaking of just tangenting really quickly, did you see Netflix released uh video? I think it was on their Facebook page of sean Aston and the cat that played muse watching their devises i I think i
0: saw the 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 click but i did not yeah it's 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 uh, a a a little fun the
1: idea is that they're Mm -hmm. consoling each other as they're watching the Mm -hmm. kind of cool Uh, yeah (laughs) so back here Um,
0: no you're fine yeah so I don't know, um, very kind of, this was kind of brought up early on too, and I don't know how quickly you picked up on it, or, I mean, maybe me watching the second time is easier, but this is essentially a remodeled Pandora parable. Yeah. Um, yeah, Yeah. so, I mean, and that story is brought up very early on, um, and then, yeah, with Melanie, you know, um, having all of the gifts, you know, that's where we get, you know, the, the titular character here, but, um kind of spoilery here at the end but if you can't tell we're a spoiler cast uh sorry <laughs> um but yeah that is the eventuality of this film you know is that she is really seen <laughs>
1: um that yeah uh last then, little gift <laughs> yeah and the then the well the the slight glimmer of hope as well right at the end
0: so yeah was, yeah that's uh yeah hope was the last thing in the box yeah yeah, it's the good part that lets you stand all the bad parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, random thought. I did love that she thinks Schrodinger's cat is stupid. Yes. <laughs> um, I have felt this way for a long time. <laughs> How can something be alive and dead? It is It's one or the other. Just because I don't know. I know what you're trying to say. I'm not going for it. Yeah. yeah I, I I, like, I, but that's stupid.
1: Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy it as a thought experiment but it is one of those things that if you genuinely do apply any practical side (laughs) of it there are observable things outside of opening the box that would let you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) or just not even outside of that like i don't need to know what it is but it's one or the other it's not both
1: yeah it's uh, (laughs) yeah yeah, it it really is it's something to, to do with uh like, how you must consider it Mm -hmm. under these exact circumstances. Yeah,
0: Yeah. uh, take that, Schrodinger. (laughs) (laughs) Eat that! Um, (laughs) All right, so I don't know if you caught this. Um, This is another second watch catch. I must have been looking away or something, but um, poor number 13. Did you see what happened to poor number 13?
1: Um, You know, I don't believe I... I recall. So, I so, did so
0: the students all have numbers um, yeah. that correspond to their c- cells or housing, whatever you want to call it. And um, number 13 was across from Melanie. And then the yeah. next day in class or whatever, is, he is uh, mysteriously absent. Yeah. Um, and then when she is uh, taken to Dr. Caldwell um, for the um, for her to be – Operated on and killed to you know turn into a vaccine that'll sure. cure this fungus um there is she looks up briefly and there's a brain marked not a b normal but number
1: thirteen ah uh, no I missed that yeah
0: <laughs> it would have been nice if it would smart a b normal but <laughs> yes <A-B> normal
1: uh, <laughs>
0: uh but yeah, it was marked number thirteen I was like, ooh yeah, that's what
1: happened to number 13. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I,
0: things did not end well for him.
1: Yeah. I will say I didn't get until she says number four when I asked for a random number mm-hmm. and it pans out to show it on the door. I like, oh yeah, she said 13 before for the random number. And then that's the one that's gone. So uh, I, I think that was a good way of showing just how intelligent she is. That she's able to put that together like straight away. That her mm-hmm. random decision is what caused it. So
0: Yeah, and then some inherently does she know that there's something special about her more, you know, um, that to call their bluff that they wouldn't kill or, you know, kill yeah. her, but but she doesn't know that she is the cure <laughs> apparently. You know, she can't know that. Yeah. But yeah, you could see in that first scene in the class, if you look closer you can see that she's parked on the a number four, but you have to really catch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that reveal on the door is kind of the the first time you can really tell. did um, yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, I was going to say I, it's one of the things that, and uh, I don't want this to come across as you know British films are better than American films or anything like that. But it's one of the, it's one of the things <laughs> that <it> I <laughs> I find that when it comes to the British style of story making. It is generally a lot more of the slow burn and Mm -hmm. just like letting things slowly come at you, letting giving you time to figure it out if you want, uh, or you can just kind of go with it and that it'll all be explained down the line. Whereas I know in a lot of American films, Mostly because the attention span has kind of shrunk a little bit. It is there's not a lot you of mean? you'll find out in half an hour. It's more like, oh, here's this thing, and then a bit of dialogue will exactly explain what that thing is and give you huge foreshadowing as to what that's going to be later. So, yeah,
0: yeah, or the yeah the the explaining the thing that if you were paying attention for five seconds, you should know already. But
1: yes, yeah. <laughs>
0: mm mm-hmm. my go-to always for that, and it was like a big groan in the theater when I saw it was Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong, or what, was that one just called Kong?
1: Um, what, I uh, think I it was just one. called Kong. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, King Kong. It was King Kong. Oh. Um, but huh. when um, you know, he knows the, how to say beautiful Kong kong does you know with like yeah. motioning or, or like coining edson and then naomi watts at the end goes yes beautiful has to like say it out loud that, yeah yeah i'm like this is one of those things I'm like, yep if you were watching um <laughs> granted you have to have a pretty good attention span for that film but <laughs> that's yeah. neither here nor there <laughs> yeah but anyways yeah i get your point um I do and I do like a more of a, a slow burn and I don't need the constant action um, I do like those kind of films of course yeah. um, but th- it's hard for those films to kind of rise to the upper echelon of great films without because you you cut time for character development and world building if uh, it's just
1: constant action
0: yeah. and I think world building and character development is one of these uh, one, two things that this film did exceptionally well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, really mm. well. Uh, I, I'd i be interested to read the book, because apparently the book and the film were written at the same time. Mm-hmm. And the guy uh, that wrote the book also wrote the screenplay. But they are yes. different. Uh, so. Yeah, I
0: really want to read the book. And then I also want to read the... Are you aware of the other book?
1: The, there's a um,
0: uh, parallel or prequel, I guess you might call it parallel. It's called the boy on the bridge. Um, no, and it is, not the, that. and it is the story of, um, kind of the, the whole idea is it's the story of, um, what happened at beacon, um, the other, like, oh. um, the other post, you know, that they, um, Patty and they try to radio and they hear shit's going down uh, yeah. at beacon. Um, and that's, uh, kind of the story of what all happened there.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. No, I did not know about yeah. that
0: hmm so yeah, that's available. I'm like, mm, it's on my Amazon wish list right now <laughs> so, <laughs> yes,
1: you'll get to it one day,
0: yeah, uh, perhaps, yeah, <laughs> okay, where to go from here? So um, anyway, I guess if we could just want to kind of jump ahead a bit, they kind of get to this what burnout city.
1: um yeah, I and mean, it, it yeah, is uh... full
0: of Hungries.
1: Yeah, it, it's somewhere in London. Uh, I, yes. just based on you didn't based on most of it, I couldn't tell where it was. There is one point, the giant tower is the BT mm-hmm. Tower, which is a very okay. well known landmark in London, but outside of that, uh, and you also saw a building known as the Gherkin at one point yeah. when they're doing the big mm-hmm. long shots, but in general. When they were walking around on ground level, I couldn't really tell where they were,
0: and I didn't but, see the, the eye either. So the eye must have crumbled or something. I
1: don't know, probably. <laughs> I imagine I imagine <laughs> without upkeep, that thing's not going to stay there much. <laughs>
0: and there, yeah, there's probably some people up at the top there that were waiting out. <laughs> the, the, yeah, hungry didn't quite ever make it down. <laughs> no sad yeah nothing moves slow so
1: yeah
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> um so anyway where did you did you have a, a point to uh, get across i know i have a like a dozen different notes to go uh, from here
1: why well, why don't you go through your notes and then, um like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably gonna be piggybacking off most of what you're saying. okay yeah
0: so um i just kind of uh, wanted to talk about the, the scene where they first kind of are on ground level in that part of London, and it's just a herd, herd doesn't even say it, it's just probably a square mile of just these Hungries, very closely packed, and yes. navigating that, um, and just trying to move silently through them, and then we, we have the uh, the stroller, Hungry, or the yes. the the... Uh, the, the the single mom hungry or whatever you want to call her. And yeah, um, I know I, I just thought that scene was very, very well done, uh, with Glenn Close trying to stop <laughs> the stroller from moving <laughs> and uh, just keep putting her foot on there and then just revealing the, uh, the blanket on the wee one. Uh, uh yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a nice little, uh, reveal.
1: Yeah. That, that was, that was solidly done. I mean, you, Again, you've had so many films, generally zombie film, where you've got the the uninfected people attempting to manoeuvre through a crowd of infected people. And uh, like you've even got it in, say, Shaun of the Dead, when they're just all mm-hmm. pretending to ward like a zombie. But this, this one, I thought, was probably one of the most tense I've seen in a film. And I don't know that because of just how well the world building was done or how attached you are to the characters at this point.
0: I think, but, yeah, the, and it was just the proximity and the sheer volume uh, of them. And,
1: and yeah, because and even see, in, like,
0: the pilot episode of The Walking Dead, they, they did this, and I think this was done
1: better. Yeah, and, and you've also just got the one that Glenn Close's character, she just can't help herself. She is a scientist, so she just has to know. And that's what... Causes uh, a minor issue for them.
0: <laughs> that is one way to put it. And uh, just tangent, but good for Glenn Close for having fun with some film roles. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't blame her uh, at this point in her career. <laughs> but she's done some just pretty like fun TV and just some, some weird movies. And yeah, good for her. Like,
1: yeah, yeah I mean,
0: <laughs> so I was really happy to see her in this.
1: Yeah, I. I was not remembering that she was in this at all, and so when she came on screen, I was like, "Oh, it's Glenn Close!" I'm like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> I like, oh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, and then of course, yeah, just uh, Patty, who I'm sure I can say we both love.
1: Oh so yeah. <laughs>
0: if, if nothing for his uh, contribution to the Cornetto trilogy.
1: Oh well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of was sort of a. If his character from Hot Fuzz didn't have it's like anyone else around, if he'd gone into the army instead of the local police force, so this, I feel like that's kind of how he could have turned out. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, he's... Yeah, I just love him. Um, I really think he's... I mean, our starlet uh, side right here, sending I think he... Patty needs to blow up in America in a bigger way, I think. But
1: yeah, no, definitely. I, I hope yeah.
0: Hopefully that'll be coming
1: yeah I, I'm trying to think of uh like another English person that, that yeah, similar to him that has made it big over here and i can't I can't really think of uh at least anyone recently that would uh, just quite like quite like patty um, but uh, yeah so let us yeah he's a
0: unique character actor yeah i yeah I really enjoy seeing him yeah, And like, he he really kind of nailed this uh this role with i mean. Um, pretty much a, a blowhard asshole, um, but kind of reveals some humanity, um, through the rest of the film. I mean, kind of revealed slowly and then, um, jumping ahead to his last moments, we really kind of get a look into his motivation, um, yeah. for you know, looking, it's kind of said, or not in so many words that he had a daughter that he was trying to find.
1: Yeah. 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 And, and I I thought as well that was a really interesting extra bit just to kind of dump onto Melanie at the end, because yeah, obviously she's, mm. she's come to accept what she ends up doing, but then someone that she was genuinely trying to keep safe like ends up saying, well, I was out looking for... Possibly my daughter. And uh, you get that just extra twang in her face when she realizes, like, oh. <laughs> like, uh, so, and, and, yeah, so, like, uh, kudos and then all she, around. And to then she murks him. Yes. <laughs> well, at least it was, <laughs> yeah, he asked for it, so. I mean, but, I mean, he could have asked
0: nicer. I mean, he, he's like, I don't want to turn into one of them. It's like, yeah. while you're talking to one of them. I mean, have a little sensitivity Yeah. But, yeah. Uh. (laughs) Um, What did you think of the whole, just the whole, like, um, mechanism of the the fungus evolving? Like, they get grouped together, these beings who were once people, and then they just clump together and create this kind of vine cluster. Uh, What did you think of that as, like, storytelling? What did you think of, like, visually?
1: I mean, visually, obviously, it's a uh, it's a really interesting spectacle to see. And I don't know, do you know what the idea behind the actual fungus is? Because like, the, the, no. uh, the the whole idea is sure a mutation. It's a mutation yeah. of a mm-hmm. uh, a genuine, naturally occurring fungus that takes over ants mm-hmm. and uh, like it it causes them to. Change their behaviors and do things that benefit the fungus, and then when the ant will die, and then the fungus grows up out of its head and then eventually releases spores, much like in the film, and then that will infect more ants, and so it goes on and on like that, so yeah. I, I thought it was a genuinely very well done like kind of mutation of that, <laughs> so much like yeah,
0: and it was uh, yeah something i hadn 't seen. In, it, uh, in a in a film before of, of this nature, um, where it kind of went in that direction, uh, yeah, where it went to like, okay, this is uh, how you know they, whether they're sentient or I mean, I don't, it's tough to say how sentient the uh, the like low level uh, Hungries are, yeah. but that they have this sense to congregate and know it will lead to. Pretty much world domination. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, jumping ahead. So, what's the uh, end game? Because they're going to run out of uh, a food supply at some point.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean,
0: yeah, I think. I mean, they, they and they don't cannibalize.
1: No. Uh, well, one well, maybe, did.
0: Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Uh, I think one day,
1: But I ultimately, the end game is simply for the fungus and not the host. So. Mm. I think... It, to, to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I think even if the host's body ends up dying, the fungus will still grow. Uh, it's just obviously once all the hosts are gone, maybe it'll just naturally turn into more like a mushroom type thing. <laughs> like it'll plant itself in the ground somehow. Oh, a shortcut to mushrooms. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: sorry, that was for my Hobbit nerds. <laughs> or Lord of the Rings nerds, rather. Uh yeah. All right, so uh, wh- and then I did want to uh, give a shout out to the um, the Hungry Kids, um, which were pretty much a savage version of Peter Pan's Lost Boys. Um,
1: a-, a rather savage person. version, yes. <laughs> that's,
0: I don't know. That's all I could think of when I saw that was just. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I was going to say, could you imagine
1: Hook if it was these guys instead of Rufio? <laughs>
0: I really want to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Melody, Melody was kind of the the Rufio there at in, uh, one scene. Yeah, um, yeah but I mean, she I, went a little more Lord of the Flies uh, on on those kids than Rufio did. So, yeah,
1: I, I was going to say, imagine if instead of Rufio, you had a let's say. Ten-year-old version of Negan from The Walking Dead, and uh, that's kind of kind of what you are kind of yeah.
0: It, it's uh yeah. It's rated R hook. Yeah, pretty much. It's um yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah a little rough. Um, uh, but I love that scene. Um, where she just kind of exerts her dominance and just. I mean, I, I thought it was some fantastic acting by Senia. Oh uh, yeah. Or yeah, just not. Because it's very easy to go into, like, cheese or too much chewing of the scenery there. And I thought the tone was just right, um, where she was protecting her friends, I guess, if you want to say it that way. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just really enjoyed that. And then um, just brutally <laughs> demolished the <laughs> former leader of that troop. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the the interesting thing I found as well was when she was... Uh, using the bat to dispatch him. It was filmed in such a way that you couldn't see any actual connecting, obviously, because I'm sure they didn't want to directly show a kid's head being smashed in. But (laughs) then you did get about a half a second glimpse of the aftermath at one point, because the camera starts moving around as she's going around, and then the other kids start kind of huddling towards the body, and you do just see... This, you know, most of a child's body and then just like a red mush kind of there. It's it just a really quick glimpse before it cuts to another angle, but I thought it was done perfectly. It's like, if, you, if you're not looking for it, you won't see it. And if you are looking for it, what's wrong with you? Uh, but that's... Uh, but, but, yeah. but
0: yeah, just, I mean, it kind of just shows this isn't your normal... 11, 12 year old girl. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah she's. Um, I mean, well, it was one of the lines I think uh, either Glenn Close or something, like, least of all her, like, I don't know when Patty was trying to explain something, like, you don't need to explain it, least of all her, like, saying, like, yeah, she's probably smarter than all of us. <laughs> or yes. maybe not smarter, but. More with it, more knows what's going on here than than we do.
1: Uh, Ability to understand is a bit, uh, mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Like uh, what was it? The um, exquisite mimicry of observed behavior. Yes, Uh, Mm -hmm. line that comes back uh, a couple times.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was saying, and again, that's something that, when it comes to Glenn Close's character, I thought was. Great that her character didn't really change, like, despite everything. There's only no one her motivation
0: thing. stays consistent throughout. Yeah,
1: yeah, and there's only one thing that we get as a almost 100% definite change is that she views Melanie as actually alive and not simply a mimic. However. I'm Which, not 100% sold that the character actually does believe that and isn't just telling think she, Melanie what yeah, she wants to hear.
0: Yeah, it should have just said, no, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but probably would have had the same result. Because, yeah, was, or Melanie says, we're alive, and she says, you're alive. And yeah. then my favorite line, then why should it be us who die for you? <laughs> no, burn, <Yeah. laughs> mic drop, uh, <laughs> walk out of there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I. And yeah, you got nothing to say to that.
1: Uh, and uh, another thing that actually in that scene when she explains that she would hold her breath and count to a thousand in some of the cells, and it clicked in my head the second she said that, like, that's why she was counting at the beginning of the film. Because that's never mm-hmm. explained until that point. And it's not really an explanation. It's just, it's mentioned and you can put two and two together at that point. Because. At the the opening of the film over the the opening titles and the production credits, you just hear Melanie counting. And then like she's picked up and moved on, and then you hear it again the next day, and then that's it. Like, you don't hear the counting anymore, and she never explains what it is, and it's not like anyone else knows what it is. And then finally you get the bit where she explains that she was holding her breath and counting. It's like, oh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Nicely, well, yeah, right. and
0: yeah. As, originally, I thought it was just you know counting how long you know till the, they were coming. So as she had contraband on the wall, you know, like yeah, the photos up,
1: um, yeah. and well, she take those down. But,
0: and, and then, but obviously, uh, you can hear the door open loudly, and you can tell people are coming. You don't need to count for that.
1: But yeah, and and the other thing as well is uh, assuming that she was doing that, it would be a count down, not a count up. At least the second time, and uh, mm. she doesn't count down, so it's uh, yeah.
0: very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so
1: um,
0: anything, I'm through most of my stuff here, Paul. Um, I just um, had a couple of closing things.
1: Well, the um, the only other thing I wanted to say with this film is this is another example of sound editing done brilliantly and yes like, uh uh-huh. you i mean it's you know, some people would say well yeah obviously it's cheaper to have things be really quiet most of the time but the one thing that you need to understand in that case is it's not just that things are quiet it's that things aren't there anymore there aren't just birds in the trees that aren't yeah it's people the absence, walking around yeah. mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. it's it's not the fact that oh they didn't put it in it's it's not supposed to be there now because it. Like everything you know is yeah. gone, mm-hmm.
0: so and you can feel that. So when there is sound, it's more meaningful, and um, especially when the uh, the pods start to open. Um, I mean, that was a beautiful scene. Um, yeah, when she sets fire uh, to the that giant cluster, and you can just uh, hear all the the pods opening. And, and that was, I mean, that was a beautifully shot scene.
1: Yeah, and uh, and another thing like. I I myself I like hearing the sound of fire and the crackling and stuff like that and so just and again because there was no there's no traffic anywhere there's no animals around you all you hear is just the rise of that fire getting bigger and bigger and the the cracking of the vines and the popping of the the spores yeah that's... yes. It's one bonfire I'd like to sit out that you can (laughs) not invite me to
0: that one, thanks. Yeah, mate.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, why don't we get one of those uh, observation orbs from Jurassic World and we'll just, like, ride by it. Oh, yeah, there it is.
0: (laughs) But those are notoriously easy to break into, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) At least by, uh, like,
0: 150 ton uh, (laughs) extinct animals, but, Yes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I might pass either way right. on that. Um, so yeah, we kind of wrap up uh, with, um, you know, <laughs> Melody telling Sergeant Parks, you know, it's 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 all good, you know, it's uh, and maybe not in the way you think it's all good, but, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, but... oh, if you're human, yeah, sorry, it's bad. It's really bad. But yeah, uh, well, I I... Like, yeah it's not over. It's just not yours anymore. And yeah. that, I really love, that was probably my second favorite line on this film
1: yeah a no, a fantastic line and and the other thing as well is that let's assume that Melanie didn't want to set fact like agrees with the humans and like lives with them peacefully. This is just one giant <laughs> tree with spores there must be thousands around the world, saying, yeah, we don't
0: know how global this is. I mean we assume it's global um yeah. but or at least um. All through the UK, at the very least.
1: Uh, Um, Yeah. Which,
0: and if that's the case, it's global either way, because you still, uh, one of the, you know, one of these things goes up and yeah, it's covering the world.
1: And and it's not just fire as well, because, you know, Glenn Close says that it responds to heat and water. So if it rains, (laughs) ta-da, the same thing will happen. And there's no way. You can just put a giant tarpauling over it like this.
0: And it responds to Abba's dancing queen. Uh, That will also make them open. Yes. (laughs) You didn't hear that line, but it was in there. Uh, Yeah. So anyway, we get our little um, kind of uh, epilogue with teacher uh, Miss Justineau behind, or in her little habitat, whatever, um, teaching the lost boys and Melanie, <laughs> Melanie just beating people with sticks and <laughs> shoving them down. <laughs> like get your ass in gear. Um, so, but the, the beginning of that scene, uh, we, we see a, a kind of tear roll down, um, miss Justin's face. And I don't know what exactly it was going for there. Like where she's just like, well, this is my life now, but <laughs>
1: yeah, I get, I mean, is that kind of I mean, what you got? I, I think so. I and mean, she, uh, as far as she knows, she's the last uninfected person alive. So, like, it, she she might be alive, but she is just well. Just stuck.
0: watch Last Man on Earth. There's like two hundred people that are the last man on Earth. So yeah, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, you'll you'll be running into Wolf Forte and Jason Sudeikis and all of them in no time flat. Um, <laughs> But I really want to see more of this world. I I want this to be a trilogy. Um, I want to know what happens now. Yeah. um, With the kind of um, this, the hungry uprising, you know, just um, kind of a la Westworld, you know, it's their time now. So I really want to see that and see what is left of humanity, if anything. And do they get to have a role or are they just wiped out?
1: Yeah. I think, it would definitely be interesting. I think the problem you might run into, depending on who takes it up, is you're going to run into something like a uh, legend or, um, like even uh, the the recent Planet of the Apes film, where it just becomes a it's another them versus them, and it like obviously if it's a trilogy, the second one is. Going to be the most difficult to get right, so I would uh, I would kind of hope that the same people would come back because you know, they know the world, and I, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want this to now come over to America and just have uh, someone in Hollywood go, "I'll do that." <laughs> be yeah, like exactly. That.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, I want to see pretty much picking up right where we left off. Um, yeah, I'd, or very and, shortly uh, after.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I would be fine with say. So the next film opens with Helen coming outside, like just mm-hmm. like uh, she she's had enough, and so she she decides that she's done. And then you could either have it that she dies and this group needs to move on, or maybe she doesn't die and the spores are gone. Like say, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I think or... it, it could be very very interesting. But yes, as I said, I want the people that made this film to make any future films <laughs> so. yeah
0: so yes congratulations cole mccarthy like um yeah i'm very impressed and i want to see more um features from him i mean yeah. his episodic stuff is great um i mean he directed an episode of sherlock uh, so yeah um yeah. dude knows I, what he's doing but uh yeah and obviously has an eye for for talent so yeah,
1: yeah. definitely good um, things
0: to come hopefully
1: yeah, um, this was his first feature film. I, yeah, and you had to say that very carefully because if he did an episode of Sherlock, he's done a feature length thing. So, but yes, yeah, so this is his first major feature film that he does. So he did, so.
0: yeah, he did a film called Outcast, but um, yeah, I don't think that got a, a release really. So yeah, probably I'm not, not. Too, too much into it. But um, I think that's about gonna do it for. Uh, as far as um, the girl with all the gifts. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I did want to just briefly say for whenever you're listening to this, um, just a quick plug, not that this film needs it, but go see A Quiet Place. Everybody, go see it. <laughs> go see it. It's amazing. Paul, if you can, if you're able, uh, watch it as soon as you can, even if that's at home. Um, I, you I will, will try. so appreciate <laughs> and love every second of it. It is... Incredibly well done and riveting and just wow! Um, not just a great <laughs> horror movie, a great movie. All um, right. Definitely the best film I've seen. I would say maybe top two or three I've seen in 2018 easily. But yeah, go see that one. So okay. <laughs> uh, so with that, um, I'm I'm all talked out, Paul. You got any uh, parting words?
1: Uh, no, I I think with regards to. This film. The only thing I'll say is, like, do go and see it somehow. Like, it. Uh, I believe it's on. It's Amazon on. Prime yeah, right uh, now. I don't
0: know if we said it's on Amazon Prime. If if you have that, or know someone that'll let you use theirs, um, okay. so <laughs> you can go about it that way, or whatever um, ways you can cleverly figure out.
1: Yeah, and uh, do do go and see it. I know we we basically given away the majority of the plot but there's so much that we didn't cover uh, yeah. and like did so many great performances so it's just well worth seeing
0: yeah th- yeah just yeah let it kind of like I said let it take its time and yeah uh, it's it's a fun watch
1: yeah. <laughs> which is uh, kind right. of funny if you at least think about it like oh it's really fun to watch the, it's fun. Uh, the it's destruction fun to watch, yeah. of humanity it's, yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> anything else Paul
1: uh Well, the the only other thing that uh, I wanted to do here would be to do our next giveaway, since uh, we, we've had the response, so I feel like we should probably get another one out now, and mm-hmm. we had a, a real quick discussion at the beginning before we hit record, and uh, I believe we have agreed that we would like you guys to get a hold of us and tell us your favourite plague film, so and... I, I think we should say right now, zombie does not equal plague. So let's yes. so, give it a yes.
0: make sure it is plague. These are, these are not undead. These are infected. But yes. um, Any plague. It doesn't have to be even, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I mean, um, I mean, I mean I'll, I'll toss you, one out there like outbreak, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, or if you happen to have seen a film about the Black Death. Like, <laughs> I guess that counts. Yeah, yeah. Technically, with the play, so, yeah. uh,
0: there's uh, the uh, Holy Grail. Yeah, bring out your dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Okay. Uh,
0: All right. So, well, it's time for us to go here. So yes. Yeah, so um,
1: so at, as I said, uh, get a hold of us with that Uh win one of our wonderful DVDs from Wild Eye releasing, and you can do that as a said at the beginning. You got. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search Blockbusters, or you can email us at theblokes at blockbusters com. And yeah, just uh, first one to get a hold of us with a uh, a plague film, as we said, then uh, you will be the winner of a wonderful DVD, if not more. Possible mm-hmm. surprise. Mm-hmm. That. How about
0: that? Yes, there <laughs> might
1: be a bonus in there. We'll see. Okay. Alright.
0: <laughs> with all of that, yes. You know, I've- I've been
1: Brian. And I've been Paul. Bye.
0: Bye. In case I don't
1: see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.